Hi everyone, today is December 11th, 2021. This is the Duel Assessment, your podcast for Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links. My name is Green Ranger. This week, we celebrate a new mini box. This mini box, Force of Infinity. We're going to talk about all the URs and SRs and two archetypes that come out of this box, the Abyss Actors and the Dynamists. Also, we get Aporia this week from a Raid Duel event. I'm not going to discuss Aporia's um, level up cards or dual skills, but I will talk about the raid dual event cards. I think it'll be better to separate the mech lords into a separate episode, so even the box mech lords will be discussed with what cards we get from him. Um, and then a new card from Duolong's Mission Research. I believe that is it. So... Just as a reminder, you can find this podcast anywhere. Get your um, standard podcast to search the Dual Assessment podcast or Dual Links podcast, whatever. Or you could find this on Roku, Spotify, whatever. All right, this week in the Dual World. I started playing Cyber Dragons. I bought into the Structure Deck twice. I'm trying to play a budget version of it. You know, You know, typically... If you're playing the full version, you have three Nastins, so you're pretty much paying $6.99 for that third copy. And I didn't feel like doing that. You can always do it with a budget way. And like towards the end of the month, you can hit King of Games pretty easy with a budget version of a deck. So just being this two-version deck, it's it's probably the deck that I'll I'll use to run into the end of the month. I do get a hang of it with the new uh, Cyber-style skill. So now that um, Cyber Dragons are in XC's deck with Fusion, it makes it a little stronger. Um, there's, there's a lot of rookie things, a lot of rookie mistakes I make with Cyber Dragons having never played the archetype. Like not knowing uh, if cards are banished or if they're sent back to the deck, things like things of that nature. There is a little bit of thinking to do with Cyber Dragons about what extra deck monster you want to play. But then I found myself with a struggle... And then you can't even get past the Bloom Choir of the Melodious Diva. So you would have to... Even your big guys wouldn't even be able to destroy them. So I'm trying to finally work around that. And yesterday I decided to buy into the mini box just after I reviewed the cards. I feel like some of these cards are worth getting. So I, I got into the Abyss Actor archetype. I don't have exactly a full version yet, but they're... The deck is still pretty informed, but you can hit King of Games with it. You could play like a pure Abyss Actor version, or they can be packaged into other archetypes, as I've seen. So they are in in development right now. An archetype that you see that with archetypes that just begin. They don't have a real deck list yet, so people are experimenting with different packages and stuff like that, and that's where they're at right now. But they're a pretty solid deck. And I think they will make the meta soon. Now, the last thing I want to talk about uh, in this week is the accessory popularity poll campaign. And the results have been tallied. We have first place Dark Magician versus Blue Eyes White Dragon. Second place Slifer versus Obelisk. Third place Dark Paladin versus Blue Eyes Ultimate Dragon. I've harped on Twitter about this already. And ultimately, I'm disappointed that... Um, People voted for some playmats that we have, like, a ton of already. And, um, I don't know. I would have liked to see a meme. Oh. All right. 
This week in esports, it's a very interesting time for esports because the nerfs are gone live, and we have a lot of decks that are fighting for position. Right now, there's no like tier one either, so it's like it's, it's pretty much a free for all of decks of old decks, nerf decks, whatever. And if you throw in the abyss actors, it's going to get even more chaotic in the coming week. Yolong's Meta Weekly number two oh five. If you look at the top 32 as well, the pie chart is pretty split in decks that made the top 32. I believe there are 14 different archetypes, and none of them are really dominant either. First place, Ryu Zane, Territory of the Sharks, Water XZs. This is one of the big winners you'll see this week. Um, just in terms of representation, they've always been around. They've always been like a tier 3 Tier three and a half, whatever you want to call it, like a deck that's been around, a deck you could always hit king of games with. Um, I don't think they were nerfed with anything either. They were just a deck, <laughs> and this deck, um, you know, just it looks pretty basic. Three copies of Deep Sea Diva, two copies of Buzzsaw Shark, two copies of Silent Angler, one Atlantean Marksman, two Heavy Infantry, one Attack Squad, two MST, three Book of Moon. One Chalice, one Phoenix Chain, one Paleo Canada, one Treacherous Trap Hole. And really, you know, like they've been bolstered obviously by MST and Book of Moon and quick play cards. Second place Trap Territory Destructs Water XZs, same deck, uh, a little more consistent in the back row. You've got a full set of MST and Book of Moon, two Treacherous Trap Hole, and Breakthrough Skill. They work, they work good together, uh, Breakthrough Skill being able to remove itself from the graveyard. To allow treacherous trap hole. A uh, four your bro my co tuner level balancer TGs. This is the you know the dinosaur version, the light sworn version. Um, they run some other skill. I think flight control TGs the other one where they actually use all the TG monsters. But this has three screw serpents, three booster raptors, and the rest are other cards. Three miscellaneousaurs, two radiant hand of light sworn, two charge of light brigade. A lot of trap cards. Breakthrough Skill, Drowning Mirror Force, 3 Paleozoic Canadia, 3 Floodgate, 1 Oasis of Dragon Souls, 3 Survivals, and 3 Paleozoic Marela. Up 4, Zenzo, Destiny Draw, Thunder Dragons. Thunder Dragons got nerfed a ton, and yet they're still around. So, the adjustment here, Limit 3, 2 Thunder Dragon Dark, and 1 Chaos Dragon Levioneer. So, you still need that 1 Levioneer in there. And the two Dragon Darks should do the work. The Battle of Boxer Veils are out. Uh, in the Limit 2 area, you got two Gold Sarcophagus and then Limited 1 Melody of Awakening Dragon. Of course, we only have one of that card anyway, so... Um, that's just to prevent them from using other Limit 1 cards. But, um, you know, it still has a lot of the same components. There's now two Odd Eyes Advanced Dragon in this deck. This is previously just a one of... Um, Battery Man Solar, three copies of that card, three copies of the regular Thunder Dragon. So other cards are coming uh, back into the deck. All right, let's go to Duel Links Lounge Millennium Cup 24. First place, Spectre, Dragon Knight's Path, Gaia. Regular Gaia deck, um, two copies of Archfiend Eccentric, which is fine in the deck because it works with the Dark Flare, I guess. And of course, Gaia decks, they like Forbidden Chalice because then they could 
uh, get their monster guide the magical dragon of knight of dragons buffed again to 3000 attack instead of zero second place shen territory of the sharks water xyz this deck is a little spicy for one change they took out the attack squad the atlantean attack squad and you have this armed sea hunter who's also a sea serpent if this card uh, after damage calculation, this card battles an effect monster and negate the effects of that monster, including in the graveyard. You must control another water, a face of water monster to activate and resolve this effect. If this card would be destroyed, you can control, you can destroy a face of level 3 water monster instead. So, this has more utility than just being a beater like the heavy infantry was. This is already level 4. We don't have to use the territory of the sharks on it. Um... It works well with the heavy infantry, honestly. That's what it does. Um, you can ramp out the other sea serpent, and that's what it is. It doesn't work with Deep Sea Diva, though. Deep Sea Diva special summon a level 3 or lower sea serpent from the deck. So, yeah. It's a little situational, but it's there. Anti-effect in the graveyard. Up 4, Zane Smile. Territory of the Sharks, Water Xyz. This is a regular uh, deck again. Um, it's I think I think I saw a similar deck like this, but it's like three MST, three Book of Moon, one Treacherous, one Breakthrough Skill, one Forbidden Chalice. Top four Shining Songstress to Maestra, um, Melodious. Um, I guess like. Melodious, they run a lot of the same cards. The monster core has changed through time. Like they have players come in and out of it. Three copies of Score, the Melodious Diva. Three Soprano, the Melodious Songstress. One Mozarta, the Melodious Maestra. Two Sonata, the Melodious Diva. One Chopina, the Melodious Maestra. One Solo, the Melodious Songstress. One Ostinato, of course. Two MST, two First Movement Solo. Back row. Uh, depends. Two Karma Cut, two Super Team Buddy Force Unite, two Necrofusion, two Skill Prisoner, and two Treacherous Trap Hole. Right. So if you're looking at the power rankings, it shows that it's a little unsettled right now. No tier one deck. So no deck has like the 13% of the share or 15. I forget what the qualifications were. Tier 2, Melodious first at 12.9. They've moved up from Tier 3. Destiny Heroes down to 9.7. Water XZ's up from Tier 3 at 9.3. Harpy's up from Tier 3 at 9. Magnet Warriors at 7.7. Tier 3, we have Gaia at 6.6. Thunder Dragons at 5.6. Cyber Dragons have got onto the tier list at 5.1. And Noble Knights up at 5. So, yeah, this is a lot of decks... In the power rankings, we might see the Abyss Actors come in next week. We might see the Dynamists come in next week. We don't know. I guess I'm going to call an audible right here and move up Aporia. Because Aporia is a PvE event. And I'd rather get into that before getting into the whole box. So... Aporia is up. So, not what I said. last. I think last week in the upcoming news, I said we're getting Jacob. Well, in fact, we're getting the whole slew of them. We're getting Lester, Primo, and Jacob combined into one guy named Aporia. 
Now, I didn't know this, but uh, he's like all of them combined. Like they're all like him at different ages, which makes me wonder why we even got Primo. Because like, if we get Aporia, there's no point in getting Lester and Jacob, right? Like, and then we already got Primo, right? So we have like him in his uh, mid-aged form, and then him in his uh, divine form. So little, little confusing there. Anyhow, this is just one of those raid duels. Um, you get two new cards. You get a new skill for Leo. I'm not sure why we get that. I'm sure there's a storyline implication because he's not like a real signer. Uh, he gets his mark, I guess. Let's talk about the new cards first. First one is Chaos Infinity, a trap card. Change as many defense position monsters on the field as possible to face up attack. Then special summon one Mechlord monster from your deck to the graveyard. From your deck or graveyard, but its effects are negated and it's destroyed during the end phase. So, what does this card do? This is one of those cards that we've seen before. It's different. Like, all these cards are a little different. But I was a big Gearja player. Um, and you may see this in a very a popular deck of the past, the Subterrors. There are these trap cards that flipped stuff up. I'm thinking of Ghost Trick Scare, Desert Sunlight, W Nebula Meteorite, <laughs> or World Legacy Ponds. And they all do things slightly different, right? So I'm going to look up what these cards do. Give me one moment, because I did not prepare for this. So Ghost Trick Scare. First one I mentioned. So Ghost Trick Scare, target any number of face-down defense monsters you control, change them to face-up defense, count the Ghost Tricks, and change the same number of opponent monsters to face-down defense. So the difference here is it's defense to defense, and then you flip your opponent's monsters. That sounds about right. Now Desert Sunlight... All monsters on your side of the field are changed to face-up defense. So if they're face-down defense, face-up defense, same ability as Ghost Trick Scare. Monsters in attack are changed to defense. So that's Desert Sunlight. There's a W Nebula Meteorite, which is a worm card. So this is change all face-down defense monsters on the field to face-up defense. During the end phase, change all light reptiles you control to face down defense, then draw a card for each. After that, you can special summon a level 7 or higher light reptile from your deck. So again, this is face down defense to face up defense. And then you do stuff with the, the worms. That's, that's W Nebula Meteorite. And then World Legacy Pawns. Change you can target one face-down monster you control, change it to face-up attack or defense. You can shuffle a crawler from your graveyard to main deck. Then target one face-up monster you control, change it to face-down. This is a more of a manipulative one where you could just do one. So I guess World Legacy Pawns is less, um, less related to that. Terror Cave Clash is what I was thinking of. No, it's not. What's the subterra trap that flips everything over? And this is silly because I'm asking 
I'm asking the podcast uh, who can't immediately respond. <laughs> Subterra Final Battle, yeah. Subterra Final Battle. Kane Chase sets Subterra to face up attack. Alright, yeah. So this is more like World Legacy Pawns. Anywho, um, KS Infinity is the only one to change them to attack. All the other previous cards I mentioned change defense to defense, defense to attack. And then furthermore, there's an ability where you can special summon a mech lord, but it has no effects. So, you know, the whole goal of this is to use the mech lord that turn, or to have the mech lord in the graveyard, or to have the mech lord destroyed for a purpose. And this comes... This card makes you wonder whether there is some kind of combo deck coming on. Like a combined deck with mech lord and a flip monster. Mech lord gearages, mech lord worms. I don't really know. But it gives that just because it benefits both archetypes, you know, flip monster abilities and the mech lord, that comes, that's something to think about. And I'll get into mech lords probably next week. Alright, the other new card is called Grinnell Attack. This is a Earth Machine 1 star, 1300 attack, 0 defense. Honestly, it looks like a fish. If there is no face up mech lord emperor monster on the field, destroy this card. If a mech lord emperor monster you controlled attacks a defense monster, you can make a second attack in a row. So this is just a basic um, enabler for the monster to hit twice. It's not very good. Like it's it's not very good. All right, we get a new Leo skill. This is called Mark of the Dragon Heart, and it's notable because Leo never had a Mark of the Dragon skill because he's not a signer. At the beginning of the duel, add two Morphtronic Lantron to your deck, then add a Power Tool Dragon and a Lifestream Dragon to your extra deck. In addition, the following effect can be used to turn you Synchro Summon Power Tool Dragon. Play one Morphtronic Lantron from your hand in defense. This effect can be used once per duel. During the turn, this, this turn is activated. This effect is activated. You cannot Special Summon any monsters except the monsters that list the Synchro monster as material. So basically, he's getting into Excel Synchro. Morphtronic Lantron was never played, because um, it's a very slow tuner. It's like a level 1 tuner. Has some attack and defense abilities. Sure, that stall a little bit. But it's a card that, like, Getting back into the weeds of when Synchro Summoning first came out, the better tuners were the ones that came out onto the board fast. This card does not come out onto the board fast, so that is a huge disadvantage. But the benefit is you get them for free. You get the Lifestream Dragon for free, which is the big bonus. Our Tool Dragon comes out, and then you could just kind of like mill um, the spell, the equip cards. And then you can play the Morphtronic Lantern, and you can get into the Lifestream Dragon. Lifestream Dragon is an unobtainable card. Basically, Power Dra Tool plus Lantron become this Lifestream Dragon. It's an Excel Synchro. It's a tuner itself. So you could get into even bigger plays with the Lifestream Dragon. Um, level 8, 2900 attack, 2400 defense. When this is Synchro Summoned, you can make your life points become 4000. You take no effect damage. If this face-up card would be destroyed, you can banish an equipped spell from your graveyard instead. This is a very solid card. You could reset your life points. Um, you take no effect damage at all. And then it survives based on banishing equipped spells. So, this is a pretty solid monster. 
and it's a tuner itself, synchro tuner. So you could think about this uh, in your TGs maybe. It's a little bit of a stretch because it's a lot of work. Um, actually, the TGs do have level 1 tuners, so they could... It could, in essence, work with the power tool of Dragon. But then you're, gonna, you're kind of clunking up your deck with Morphtronic Lantrons. And then you're playing power tool Dragon who has equips, which has nothing to do with TGs. So I think that's all a moot point. And this is um, not going to be a meta skill. But you get to play with the Lifestream Dragon, which is... Um, I just like the name, Lifestream, because that's very uh, Final Fantasy VII, which is one of my favorite games. Alright, let's get into the Force of Infinity. This is a little mini box. Um, some say you could skip this box. I I would agree. There's nothing here that's very major. Um, it pushes a few archetypes. It pushes the Abyss Actors, the Mech Lords, the Dynomists. Basically, that's it. So, this week I'm going to go over the URs and SRs, which are the same in a mini box because you only get one. And I'll talk about the Abyss Actors and the Dynomists. I'm going to leave out the other Mechlord cards. Alright, let's get to it. Box cover, Mechlord Astro Mechanical. Level 12 Light Machine, 4000-4000. Cannot be normal summon or set. Must be special summon from your hand by sending three Mechlord monsters from your hand to the graveyard. Cannot be special summoned other ways. Once per turn, you can target one synchro monster your opponent controls. Equip that target to this card. This card gains attack equal to the combined attack of the monsters equipped by its effect. Once per turn, during your standby phase, you can send one of those equipped monsters you control to the graveyard. Inflict damage to your opponent equal to half of that monster's original attack. You can't conduct your battle phase to turn you activate this effect. Obviously, this is a like a boss monster. It comes with those stats, and you have to tribute three monsters to do it. This is like an anti-synchro card because that's kind of the flavor of what mech lords are. And basically it's like Vampire Vamp where you steal it and they're basically destroyed. The monster is disabled at this point and dead. You absorb its attack points like Vampire Vamp and you could either attack with it or you could just destroy that monster and then inflict damage, burn damage to half and then you can't attack. Now personally I would attack with it but that's my choice. Um, this isn't that hard to do. It's three mech lords in the hand. So it's kind of like you have to have a perfect draw, right? Like three monsters and this, toss them, summon this. Now this card can be interfered with, obviously. You can flip it face down or whatever. So it's not immune, but it's going to be a 4,000 monster in defense. And of course, it only affects the synchro monsters. So any XZ's cards can just run scot-free. Of course, this is just a 4,000, so you could just beat through those monsters, but like I said, you can't you can, you can interfere with this card, so um, it's not by any means indestructible once it's on the board. And of course, we're in a meta now where there's fusion monsters. Um, Melodious, they run fusion monsters. Cyber Dragons run fusion. Um... Certain metas, it would have been better, I guess. Destiny Heroes, they run Fusion. Water XZs are a synchro deck. Okay. Harpies are a synchro deck. 
Magnet Warriors do their own thing. They have they're pretty much XDs. Gaia is a fusion deck. Thunder Dragons are XDs mostly. Noble Knights are Synchro. They're XDs. Alright, so basically you see it right here. The The Synchro meta is kind of dead right now. Like it's it's fusion and XDs. So you know, like you could think about a Mechlord package. But then, even then, this card's consistency is shot because you need three, three cards in hand to play this. So it's a lose lose. Like you have to have like a Mechlord archetype, and then synchros have to be in when they're not in. So it's that's a problem. Odd Eyes Meteor Burst Dragon. This is a fire level seven dragon synchro. Uh, generic requirements, 2,500 attack, 2,000 defense. When this is special summoned, you can target one card in your pendulum zone and special summon it. Also, this card cannot attack for the rest of the turn. You can only use this effect once per turn. Monsters in your opponent's possession cannot activate their effects during the battle phase. This is um, not that good. <laughs> and, it's, and it's a level 7 synchro, which were like the best monsters in the meta in the past. You could special summon a card from the Pendulum Zone. Um, sure, I guess. And then you could kind of try to like use it in a Synchro or something. And then the other ability, your opponent's monsters can't activate effects during the battle phase. Like, who cares, right? It's like all the stuff in the main phase that matters. So, yeah, this isn't very good. I'm, I mean, I'm sure it combos certain cards. I think the... The Melodious card could be a card that it, it counters. Um, maybe, but not a very good card. This actor superstar, dark level 7, pendulum scale of 3, fiend pendulum, 2500 attack, 1800 defense, pendulum effect. Once per turn, you contribute an abyss actor, then target an abyss script in your graveyard, add it to your hand. Monster effect, normal or special summoned. Your opponent's spells and traps and effects cannot be activated once per turn. Set an Abyss script spell directly from your deck, but sent to the graveyard during the end phase. This card's um, monster effect is a lot better than the Pendulum effect. Um, because, um, it's pretty much playing a card from the deck, so that's very strong. You could just play that card, set it, and then activate it immediately. Um, this card can't be interfered with further... When normal special summons, so it's, it dodges uh, Book of Moon, Floodgate. In Book of Moon, you can activate later, but Floodgate, it dodges. It dodges Void, Trap, Hole. Different cards that affect with the summon of it. It's blocked. Pretty good card. Um, you, you know, the, the ability to play the card from the deck is pretty strong. It's different from Tutoring, though. Like, they can interfere with it if they put the toggle on and they have MST or Cosmic Cyclone on. Still, it's a pretty good ability. Alright, let's get into the SRs. Okay, the SRs. Orient Dragon. This is a level 6 Synchro Wind Dragon level 6. 2300 attack, 1000 defense. If this is Synchro Summoned, target one Synchro monster your opponent controls and banish it. This is another... This is like one of my favorite uh, types of cards, the level 6 Synchro uh, Monsters, because there's this whole 
level six synchro toolbox decks, which which I found out was kind of dead because what grows in the graveyard got nerfed a ton. Completely forgot about that, so that makes this card less good than it is. But if it wasn't nerfed, this was this would have been a solid card in that deck. This is like an automatic banish on an opponent's synchro monster. Again, this is situational given the synchro meta is less than it was with harpies being less good. So this could banish, you know, the cyber slash harpy. That's one thing it could do, but since I found out that the deck's kind of dead, the uh, level 6 synchro toolbox deck is kind of dead. Um, less good than it was. Mechlord Emperor Wiesel Synchro Absorption. This is a dark level 1 machine, 2500 tech, 2500 defense. Cannot be normal summoned or set. Must be special summoned by its own effect. During your opponent's turn, quick effect, send a face-up mechlord monster you control to the graveyard. Special summon this from the hand. You can use this effect once per turn. If this is special summoned, you can target one monster your opponent controls. It can't attack for the rest of the turn. When a card or effect is activated that would destroy a card on the field, quick effect, you contribute this card and negate the activation if you do destroy that card. This is interesting because it's like a quick effect during your opponent's turn. It's a disruptor. Your opponent plays something good, and then you can quick effect this onto the board. They can't attack, so you could prevent them from attacking that turn. And yeah, it's like a hand it's a hand trick for mech lords. You have to have the mech lord on the board face up, so yeah, it's it it's it's something that'll catch the opponent by surprise. Given mech lords aren't a real deck, people won't really know how to play around them. This card being in the hand could be a little dangerous. Mechlord Army Deployer Obligato. Name. Light level 4 machine, 1200-1800. During your main phase, you can activate this effect. Destroy this card if you do. Special summon two Mechlord Army monsters from your deck in defense, except for Obligato. You can't special summon monsters for the rest of the turn except for machines. If this is sent to the graveyard, you can activate this effect. During the end phase of the turn, you can inflict 50 damage to your opponent for each mechlord monster you control. You can use each effect once per turn. Mechlords do a little bit of burn, I've noticed, with the mechanical. And this is similar, but it's very slow burn, so it doesn't really matter. Um, it's going to be like 150 each turn max, so it's not really anything. This card's notable for... Cheating out two monsters from the deck. So it's like the Puppet Master, if you remember that card. But this um, destroys itself. And then two Mechlord Army monsters come out of the deck. The Mechlord Army monsters aren't great, though. You have um, Skeel in this box. You have Wiesel in this box. Or that's something. Um, hopefully, you'll be staying up for some kind of extra deck play. Or like a Mechlord special summon that requires a lot of monsters. This will help you get more monsters onto the board. Alright, Noble Dragon Magician. This is a fire level 3 pendulum scale 5 spellcaster pendulum effect tuner. 700 attack, 1400 defense. The pendulum effect is unless you have a magician card in your other pendulum zone, destroy this card, which is not a very good effect. Monster effect cannot be used as synchro material except for the synchro summon of a dragon synchro. If this is used as synchro material, unless all other synchro materials are oddized monsters, place, card, place this card on the bottom of the deck. If this card is in your hand or graveyard, you can target one level 7 or higher oddized monster you control. Reduce this level by 3 if you do special summon this card. So, 
This card does a lot of things. It's a spellcaster pendulum tuner. It works with dragons. It it has a lot of effects that aren't good, that are like restrictive. The pendulum effect is you need to have a magician in the other zone. And then you don't, you destroy it. It has to be used as synchro for dragon synchro. And, um... Yeah, unless the other synchro is not an odd-eyes monster, you have to place this card in the bottom of the deck. And the, the benefit is if this is in the hand or graveyard, you can target a level 7 or higher odd-eyes. Modulates level by 3, special summon this card. So you can have a... I don't know what this card does. It's kind of weird. Like, you're limited to odd-eyes... I like Dragon Odd Eyes. Odd Eyes is the best, I guess. I don't know. It's a very situational card. You're going to try to use it and it's going to get destroyed. It's a very confusing card. <laughs> What's not confusing is the Abyss Actor Mellow Madonna. This is a Dark Level 7 Pendulum Scale of 0. It's a Fiend Pendulum. 1800 Attack, 2500 Defense. Pendulum effect, pay 1,000 life points, add an Abyss Actor Pendulum Monster from your deck to your hand, except for Madonna. You cannot special summon monsters for the rest of the turn except for Abyss Pendulum Monsters. Monster effect, gains 100 attack for each Abyss spell, Abyss script spell in your graveyard. You can use this effect once per turn. When a Pendulum Monster you control is destroyed by battle, it can special summon this from the hand. Or, if an Abyss script spell or effect is this, it, if an Abyss script spell card or effect is activated, you can special summon a level 4 or a lower Abyss actor pendulum monster from the deck. Return to the hand during the end phase. This is interesting, this first card with a pendulum scale of 0, which lets you get into the lower end plays. She has an ability you can pay 1,000 life points to tutor any Abyss actor pendulum monster. So... A popular choice is the Wild Hope, because Wild Hope can set up another uh, side of the scale, and then you can get into other plays. It also works in that the monster effect, you can special summon her from the hand, and then also certain cards from the deck. So it's good to have her onto the board. Um, you're probably not going to want to Tribute Summon because she's level 7, 1800 attack. Not very good. Um, so you're always going to want to Pendulum Summon her in some way. Luckily, the archetype works very well with that because they're all, like, there's some card like the Wild Help is, goes to 9. Um, certain cards go up to 9, if I'm not mistaken. Twinkle Little Stars and 9. So this is a core card in the deck as well. With the Wild Hope. So yeah, this card comes with a lot of abilities. You can... It has a low pendulum scale. You pay a 1,000 life points to tutor any Abyss Actor monster. Which helps with... Like, you don't have to have 3 of certain cards in the deck. Which help, that helps with that. Um... She ramps onto the board like Parry Knights. And then she can also special summon an Abyss Actor from the deck. So, a lot to like about this card. Mentioned this one before. Abyss Actor Wild Hope. Level 4. Scale of 2. Fiend Pendulum 1600-1200. 
Pendulum effect once per turn, you can target an Abyss Actor card in your other Pendulum zone. Its skill becomes 9 until the end of the turn. Also, you can't special summon monsters for the rest of the turn except for Abyss Actors. Monster effect once per turn. You can make this card gain a 100 attack for each Abyss Actor monster you control with different names. If this card is destroyed by battle or card effect, you can add an Abyss Actor card from your deck to your hand. The one thing to note about this is... When you set up the pendulum scale, you can't do XZ summoning because this archetype, they pendulum summon each other, which is great, but then you have an extra deck of XZ's monsters and then you can't even use them. So that's something to note. I've I've tried using this archetype and that's a stumbling block I haven't got past yet. So setting up your play so that you can trigger the pendulum summons after... EXZs would be great. This card primarily is good because you can make the scale 9. You don't need the consistency of having a 9 all the time on the other side. So you could turn the other card to 9. This is a 2. And you could Pendulum Summon anything from this archetype. Anonymous Rex. This is a Water Level 5 Pendulum Scale of 6. Machine Pendulum. 2400, 2200 pendulum effect once per turn. I mean, once while this card is in your pendulum zone, you can negate an activated card effect that targets another dynamis card and then uh, destroy this card. Monster effect at the end of the damage step if this card attacked, you can tribute one other dynamis monster, activate one of these effects. This card can attack an opponent's monster again in a row, and if it attacks a defense monster, inflict piercing. And then the other effects, shuffle one card from your opponent's hand at random or on the field into the deck. This card gains 100 attack. Dynamists come in two flavors. Scale of 6 and a scale of 3, I believe. Um, yeah, so that's, that's a small range, but it covers all their monsters. And uh, depending on what scale they are, they have different... They have two pendulum effects. This one is the Scale 6 one, so you can negate the target effects. And then you destroy this card. And then the monster effect's pretty good. Has to attack. Tribute, Dynamist. The second ability is better. Shuffle one card from your opponent's hand or on the field to the deck. So they can attack. Um, they could remove something. And they can also attack again. Inflict Piercing. This is a very aggressive deck. Um, interested to see what they could do. It's kind of like Gladiator Beast. Like They have to have the attack go through for the effect to go off. Alright, this might be the um, generic chase card of the deck. Santa Claus. Light level 6 Fiend, 1200 attack, 2500 defense, and pretty amazing art. It's like a Christmas summon skull. You can special summon this card from your hand to your opponent's field in defense by tributing one monster they control. If summoned this way, once during the end phase of this turn, draw one card. This is a mini Lava Golem. It has a festive stat line at 1200-2500. And it lets you draw a card. This is a counter to Bloom Diva, the Melodious Choir. It's a counter to anything that's just on the board and you can't move it. There's certain Blue Eyes cards that are kind of hard to remove too. So, and it counts as a special summon. So it's not like you're tribute summoning just on Santa Claus. You're 
throwing away their monster for Santa Claus. You draw a card, and you um you can play other normal summons. So I would I like this card. This is the chase card of the box. It's fine to include like a one of this in any deck. I might include this in Cyber Dragons because um they have no way to counter the the Bloom Diva. I mean the Bloom Choir, the Melodious Diva. So this just fits. Like it just fits to as hard removal. I mean sometimes you'll get beat by the Santa Claus and there's nothing you can do about it, but I think the positives outweigh the negatives. Mechlord Assembly, Continuous Spell. When this card is activated, you can add one Mechlord monster from your deck to your hand. You can use each effect once per turn. This card, one card, target one monster you control, destroy it. Or, if a face-up Mechlord monster you control is destroyed by battle or card effect, you can target one other face-up spell or trap on the field and destroy it. Yeah, so this is... If anything, this stretches your deck. You can make up for any Mechlord cards you don't have. You can add a card to your hand so you can get enough cards for the Mechlord Astro Mechanical. Pretty good support card for the archetype. In the last SR, it's called Dynamist Charge. Continuous spell. When this is activated, add a Dynamist monster from your deck to your hand. Once per turn, if a Dynamist card is added from your field to your extra deck face up, add one of those cards to your hand. This You can only activate once per turn. This is a generic support card. You know, you tutor a Dynamist immediately from playing the spell. And then when the Dynamist is added from the field to extra deck face-up, that means it gets destroyed. Because any Pendulum monster is destroyed, they get sent to the extra deck. So anytime one of them is destroyed, you can add it to your hand. This is good with the effect of the Pendulum. The Dynamist Rex Pendulum effect, you can negate something, destroy it. And then with Dynamis Charge, you can just reload the Dynamis Rex. So this is a very core card in generating resources. It's such an ag- aggro archetype. The problem is running out of resources. So having a consistent source of resource regeneration helps the deck go a long way. Alright, so continuing this box, I'm going to go over two archetypes briefly. The first being the Abyss Actors. Abyss Actor Evil Heal. This is an important card in the archetype. Um, really the big beater. Even though Superstar is 2,500, sure, that's, that has some setup ability with the um, Abyss scripts. The Evil Heal comes in at 3,000 attack. And then it debuffs stuff, right? Pendulum Effect, Tribute and Abyss Actor, target one face-up monster your opponent controls. It loses attack equal to the original attack of the tributed monster. And then the monster ability, normal or special summon. You want to special summon it, of course. Target one face of monster your opponent controls. It loses a thousand attack for each abyss actor monster you control. And then when it destroys a most opponent's monster by battle, you can target an abyss script. Set that card. So yeah, like like any card. This is like Luna Light Crimson Fox. It gets set up in an, an OTK debuff them. And it works good with the Twinkle Little Star. She can let this guy attack three times. That's pretty much the play here. So Evil Heal is not a card you want like a ton of in your in your deck. Probably just one is fine. Uh, let's get to Twinkle Star. Abyss Actor Twinkle Little Star. 
This one is a scale of nine, so um, I think she's a core card just because all the other ones are twos. This is a nine. That's pretty good. Um, she gives the ability of monsters to attack three times on a turn, which is good. Um, and you want to do with the evil heal or something strong like the superstar as well. Uh, Abyss Actor Leading Lady. This one's a scale of two. Um, this one's interesting. It's not like a not the best card, but it debuffs your opponent's monsters by battle damage you take. So you can continuously debuff your opponent's monsters. That's something it does. Uh, Sassy Rookie. This is a core card. A scale of two. If an Abyss Actor monster you control would be destroyed by battle or card effect, you can destroy this card instead. The monster cards, the monster effects better. The first time this card will be destroyed by battle or card effect, it's not destroyed. If this is destroyed by battle, or if this card is destroyed by battle, or if its opponent's card in its monster zone is destroyed by an opponent's card effect, you can special summon a level four or lower abyss actor from the deck, except for sassy rookie. If this card in the pendulum zone is destroyed, you can target one level four or lower monster. Your opponent controls and destroy it. This is like a very sticky card. Um, it reminds me of those. Um, there was like a Roid card people used to play that wouldn't get destroyed. Different cards that just hang around a little bit longer. And this is this card. Um, Twinkle Star. Leading Lady is less good, so I don't say she's a core card. But these two cards are pretty core, and they help set up like a level four. Um, a rank f- rank four, sorry, rank four XZ's component to the deck. It works with the Wild Hope, Wild Hopes for. So these cards are all useful cards for the archetype, and the Pendulum Scales two to nine works pretty good too. Um, the most important Abyss script is the Rise of the Abyss King, normal spell. Target face-up cards on the field up to the number of attack position abyss monsters with different names you control and destroy them. If you control a level 7 or higher abyss actor monster, your opponent cannot activate cards or effects in response to this card's activation. If this set card is is, is destroyed by opponent card effect and you have a face-up abyss actor pendulum monster in the extra deck, you can add up to two abyss actor cards and or Abyss Script spells with different names from your deck to your hand. So this is like the main removal card. You have to have those Abyss Actors in attack mode. And then you play this card, and you just destroy face-up cards on the field. This won't hit back row, so... Um, that's something that you're going to have to work around. Um, but this is hard removal on monsters, on field spells, different things like that. So... And it's a high number, so you could do like three of them in a turn, and then it can't be interfered with as well. If you have, if you have Mellow Madonna or Superstar or Evil Heal on the board, um, and these Abyss scripts get off on getting destroyed by your opponent. So it's a good counter to MST. Like they MST these cards, they're kind of getting in trouble. Wild Wagon isn't very good, so I'm not going to discuss that. Uh, Romantic Terror is a quick play spell. Uh, return one Abyss Actor Pendulum Monster you control to the hand. If you do special summon from your extra deck in defense, one face up Abyss Actor Pendulum Monster with a different name. 
If this set card is destroyed by opponent card effect, and you have a face-up Abyss Actor Pendulum Monster in the extra deck, you can set any number of Abyss spells uh, directly from the deck. This is this is similar to um, Swallow's Nest. It lets the Abyss Actors dodge effects by coming back. So that's one thing this card does. Um, the end rarity card's Abyss Tainment. Um, if it gets destroyed by opponent card effect, you can special summon any number of Abyss Pendulum Monsters from your deck. That's pretty strong. Fire Dragon's Lair. This is interesting because it's like an equip spell on a monster. They destroy a monster and then you can banish three cards in your opponent's extra deck. So it's like a resource eliminator. It's kind of like milling. similar. Opening Ceremony. This card's interesting if it gets popped by your opponent. You can draw until you have five cards in the hand. This card comes for free with one of Silvio's dual skills. And that's it. So... For the Abyss Actors, you definitely want Mellow Madonna, like at least two copies. Some decks run three. Um, Superstar you want for sure. Wild Hope you want a good number, two maybe. Um, Evil Heal, Twinkle Little Star, Sassy Rookie for sure. You want the Rise of the Abyss King. Quick play, I'm a little undecided on. The other cards aren't great, but they have different effects by getting popped by your opponent, so that's something to look forward to. Yeah. Interesting deck. Now the Dynamists are more direct. There's Hit You in the Face, Dinosaur Machines, which is pretty much what dinosaurs are. That's always been their thing. Before we got this whole... Uh, Trap Dinosaur with Survival's End. They were always just, let's hit you in the face. So this brings that edge back to the dinosaurs, which fits them. That's what they are. Dynamis Ceratops is a scale of 3. So monsters with a scale of 3, they have the Pendulum effect. If another Dynamis card you control would be destroyed by battle or card effect, you can destroy his card instead. So they sacrifice themselves in the Pendulum Zones protect their monsters, which is good. Um, and that gets around... They have an effect that gets around the battle phase, so this is before the battle phase. So, the cards in the pendulum zones protect the cards on the field. And this card's monster effect is, if all monsters you control are dynamists, except for ceratops, you can special summon this from the hand. So this is like a cyber dragon. Um, yeah. Dynamis Spinos... This is a scale of 3, so it's the same ability as the Ceratops. This is a very aggro card, though. 2,500 attack. Monster effect, you can tribute another Dynamist. Then this card can attack directly, or it can make a second attack during each battle phase. Very aggressive card. Comes out. Pendulum summon it. 2,500 attack can attack directly. Pretty good. Dynamis Terran. This is a... Um, Scale of 3. When this card destroys an opponent's monster by battle, you can add a Dynamis from your deck to your hand. This is more of a resource generator. It's not as good um, for the aggro side. 1800 attack as well. Dynamic Power Load. This is a field spell. All Dynamis monsters gain 300 attack and defense. 
If a Dynamist, you control battles. Your opponent can't activate cards or effects until the end of the damage step. So this is field buff and gives them the Ancient Gear ability to ignore battle phase effects, which is pretty good in what they do. Dynamist Rush. This is a trap card. Special summon one Dynamist from the deck. If you do, it's not affected by other cards' effects. During Also destroyed during the end phase. This ability, not affected by other cards' effects, gets around Wolf D. Gets around any target effect. Gets around everything. So, an aggressive deck like that that's trying to win on this turn, pretty good. I think this is a pretty good card for the Dynamis Spinos, because that's the most aggressive card of them all. And um, you can attack directly, not get affected by Sphere Karibo. It's pretty good. Dynamis Spinos and Dynamis Rush. That's... That's a good combo right there. Uh, Dynamist Brachion. This is a scale of 6, so it's like the Rex. If you do not control Dynamist Brachion and your opponent controls a monster that has the highest attack, you can special summon this. So this is like a situational Cyber Dragon. I think the Ceratops is better, though. Dynamist Ankylos. This is a scale of 6. Banish any monsters destroyed by battle of a Dynamist you control. This one might make it into the deck. It kind of gives your monsters the um, Amazonus Onslaught ability. It's 1500 attack though, so it's a little less aggressive on the board. Uh, Dynamist Plesios, scale 6. All face-up monsters you, your opponent controls lose 100 attack and defense for each Dynamist you control. So this is an enemy debuff card. And Dynamis Stegosaur. This is a scale of 3. If another Pendulum monster you control battles an opponent's monster after damage calculation, you can destroy them. So this is like an effect destruction ability. And their trap card, Dynamis Eruption. If a Dynamis monster you control is destroyed by battle or card effect, target one card your opponent controls, destroy it. It's kind of like a Mishizuri. A little situational, but if you can trigger it yourself, then it's pretty good. There you go. Dynamists are pretty strong. They have abilities that get by effects. Dynamist Rush on the Dynamist Spinos seems like a really good play. Even on Dynamist Rex too. Any card that can be very aggressive. They're they're like an easy King of Games deck, like I think. Um, I've heard this archetype has a lot more support than they gave us, and we're kind of shortchanged. But they seem pretty strong. I think they might be a meta deck. Alright, so next week I'll return and talk about the Mech Lords. We have one more card to talk about from Duel Link's Mission Research, and this is the Unformed Void, which is pretty interesting itself. This is Aqua rank 4 XDs of 3 level 4 monsters, 0 attack, 0 defense, it's a light aqua. Once per turn during your opponent's main phase, you can detach 1 XD's material from this card. This card gains attack and defense equal to the total attack of all face-up XZ's monsters your opponent currently controls. This is a quick effect. So 3 overlay rank 4 XZ's. You could do it with the Star Seraph combo. And it's a disruptor. You can activate the effect during your opponent's turn. Gains the stats of all your opponent's XZ's monsters. So if just one monster, it's an equal trade. So they could trade those monsters. Um, but then like if they... They, they don't really want to play more than two. They're going to want to destroy this card. Because this card will just beat anything more than two XCs. 
one thing they could do, like like double D deck, they can play like a fusion or a synchro in addition to their Xyz, so they can kind of counter this card. This card kind of forces your opponent to destroy it against an Xyz deck. And you're going to try to keep it alive against your opponent. So it's like a struggle of who can destroy or keep the unformed void alive. This card certainly considers some des- um, consideration for any deck that can swarm level 4 Xyz cards. Even the Abyss actors could do it. They could do it pretty good. Whether this is better than other level uh, 3 overlay monsters is another issue. Um, yeah. yeah, that's Whether it's actually useful is the other issue. It could just get disrupted by getting flipped face down or whatever. So, yep. Alright, so that is it. Upcoming news. Mid-December, Duelist Kingdom, New UR card, Archfiend, Staff of Despair, New SR card, Blasphere. Mid-December, Tour Guide's Mission Bingo. Late-December, Quattro, Sent to the Gate. Late-December, Duelist Chronicles 5Ds, the Three Emperors of Eliaster, who we just met. Uh, new UR card, Armory Call, New Jack Atlas Skill. Late-December, Dual Quest, SR card, Seiyaru. And late-December, New Character, Annika Boom. New UR card, Express Train, Trolley Ollie. New SR card, Lionheart, Locomotive. That is it for the podcast. Thanks for listening. You can find the podcast anywhere you get your podcast. Check out the podcast and more at the, w- the website, thedualassessment.wordpress.com. Email me with anything with the dual assessment at gmail.com. Or you can find me at Twitter, dual underscore assessment, where I will complain about um, Giant Soldier of Stone playmat we'll never get. That is it. Thanks for listening. See you next time.